America. The Sprint Network is now more reliable than ever, and I'm on a mission to prove it's the fastest. I'm traveling the country betting anyone and everyone that Sprint is faster than their network. And Sprint's winning. The Sprint LTE network is now more reliable than ever. Switch today and stop overpaying for wireless. Visit a Sprint store or Sprint.com slash network to learn more. Offer coverage not available everywhere. Speed claim based on analysis of average delivered download speeds using Nielsen and MP data. Savings on select plans. Restrictions apply. Hello again, everyone. I'm Joe Longinusa, welcoming you to another edition of Next on the T with Chris Mascaro. The show where industry leaders, golf professionals, and legends all come and discuss the great game we love so much. So without further ado, let's turn it over to our host to tell us who's next on the tee. Chris, take it away. Hey, thank you, Joe. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining me again this morning on Next on the Tee. I am your host, Chris Mascaro, and today we're going to have so much fun. We've got a bit of a Louisiana Cajun flair to the show today, and I'm a big fan of spicy foods, and the folks down in that part of the country, they do it right. First up with me this morning is going to be Andy Melanson. This is Andy's third time visiting with me, and Andy's alma mater is the University of Louisiana at Lafayette, so here's our first bit of, uh, of the Cajun Louisiana flavor. He's also the manager of retail operations for the place where I get all of my golf balls, and that's golfballs.com. And if you're not familiar with them and you're near your computer, you got your, your smartphone handy, pull up their site. Uh, again, golfballs.com and take a look and then, you know, bookmark it. They've got great stuff there. It, it's golf related and you want it, they got it. Plus their customer service is top notch. And I'm not saying that just because Andy's going to be joining me today because I was a, a customer for, you know, golfballs.com for years before uh, Andy ever started joining me. So uh, their, their stuff is absolutely fantastic. They're great folks. We're going to talk about all of that and more when Andy joins me here in just a few moments. Following him, we'll get our regular monthly visit with Sports One Marketing CEO David Meltzer. And Dave is uh, doing such great things with his site, MeltzerMission.com, and uh, the transformation that he is a part of. So uh, they're also you know, partners with Nike. So we'll talk a little Tiger Woods, a little Rory McIlroy, and, uh, you know, so many things that they do as an organization are top-notch and inspirational. So I look forward to catching up with Dave when he joins me about 25 minutes from now. Then we'll wrap up the show with a return visit from Champions Tour player Bob Friend Jr. I'm very fortunate to say that this is going to be Bob's fifth time joining me on the show. Last week, Bob finished tied for eighth at the uh, Dick Sporting Goods Open, so I'm very eager to hear about his experience there. Bob's alma mater is LSU, so there's the other Louisiana tie-in. His father, Bob Fred Sr., was a pitcher for many years for the Pittsburgh Pirates, and they are looking outstanding as they uh, roll towards the playoffs. So I'm excited to, to hear what he and his dad think about what the, the Pirates, my hometown of Pittsburgh, what the Pirates could achieve this season. We'll talk about all of that with more and more with uh, Bob when he joins me about 35 minutes from now. So it's going to be another great show this morning, folks. I am so glad that you're here to take the journey with me over the next hour. Next on the Tee is brought to you today by our friends over at Seymour Putters. Let's get things rolling by hearing a word about our friends over there. Golfers, has this happened to you? Great drive. Perfect second shot on the green. Only the three or even four putt. Shaking your head all the way back to the cart. I have good news. Help is on the way with the Seymour Putter. 
The Seymour Putter Company patented RST technology sets up the putter perfectly every time using a visible gun sight on the top line. Genius! It's like locking radar onto the target, in this case, the golf hole, putting the golfer in perfect position to make a reliable and consistent stroke. The 1999 U.S. Open, 2007 Masters, and 2015 British Open champions all used, you guessed it, the Seymour putter. So if you're ready to make more putts, take strokes off your game, log on to Seymour.com. That's S-E-E-M-O-R-E.com, and put a Seymour putter in your bag today. Yeah, like Joe said, check out their rifle scope technology that helped win now three majors and 30 tour events and counting, and it's going to help you make more putts. I know it's helping me. Check them out online. You can find them at Seymour.com. It's S-E-E-M-O-R-E.com, and get one in your bag. You're going to be so glad you did. We're also sponsored by the French Lick Resort in French Lick, Indiana. Folks, you want to talk about a spectacular resort to play golf and to just relax and enjoy yourself. Well, there isn't a better place anywhere on the planet than the French Lick Resort. Go to FrenchLick.com and see it for yourself. I had the privilege of taking my family there back in June, and we're already looking forward to going back as soon as possible. The resort is historic. It's beautiful. They've got wonderful gardens in the back that are, you know, huge and, and uh, you know, relaxing way to walk around and enjoy the outdoors. Plus, they've got a rocking chair front of the resort that's fantastic. And the golf folks, oh, my goodness, the golf. The Pete Dye course is kept in championship condition year-round, and they could be ready to host a major championship at a moment's notice. They hosted this year's Senior PGA Championship there in that golf course, plus the LPGA Legends Championship was just played there a couple of weeks ago. So, you know, if you've always wondered what it would be like to play in a major, you can do it at the Pete Dye course at the French Lick Resort. They also have a Donald Ross design course there, which is fantastic. It's the site of Walter Hagen's PGA Championship victory back in 1924. They've also got the Valley Lynx course on the property that dates all the way back to 1907. So the French Lick Resort needs to be on your list of places to stay and play. And oh, by the way, they also got a casino on the property as well. For more information and to book your stay, go to FrenchLick.com. I also want to give a shout out to our friends over at Allen Edmonds, makers of quality made in the USA shoes, folks, the shoes of great leaders from the Oval Office to corner offices to stage and screen and promising cubicles all around the country are part of what make people successful. The right footwear is important on the carpets and the hardwood floors of our global economy. Get it right with made in the USA quality and value from Allen Edmonds. Allen Edmonds is an American original. They've been making shoes right here in Wisconsin since 1922. Check them out online at allenedmonds.com. Let's also kick off today's show like we do every week on this show, and that's by saluting the brave men and women serving in our military. We want to thank all of you folks for your daily sacrifices, for what you do every day to keep the rest of us safe. We also want to thank our veterans for all you've done with us or done for us over the years. We truly appreciate everything that our military personnel do to preserve the freedoms and our liberties. It's through your strength and your efforts that our way of life is even possible. Our sincere thanks as well to Sean Cruz and the wonderful folks over at the Armed Forces Radio Network. It's an honor for us to have Next on the T be a part of your network. You can find our show by going to armedforcesradionetwork.org. I also want to remind our veterans, be sure to check out globalvoiceforveterans.org. 
a wonderful site with news and articles and a wealth of information specifically designed for our veterans that I'm sure you're going to find both interesting and beneficial. Again, globalvoiceforveterans.org. We also want to thank everyone listening in or on the Internet on great sites like iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Spreaker, Stitcher, iTunes, and Blog Talk Radio as well. If someone's dragging you to the mall or to the grocery store, you know what? You're just simply tired of the same old rhetoric that you hear during your commute. Download the Player.fm or Stitcher app on your smartphone and take us with you everywhere you go. Let us give you something fun to focus on while you're out and about. All right, now back with me on the Seymour Putters guest line is Andy Melanson. Let me give you a little more background on Andy. He earned his bachelor's degree in business administration from the University of Louisville at Lafayette. He is the manager of retail operations at GolfBalls.com, which is the largest golf retail outlet in the state of Louisiana and becoming one of the largest golf line as well. They specialize in personalizing your golf gear from custom messages to logos, you know, on golf balls or, you know, any number of things. They can imprint your name, your favorite saying, anything you want, really, on uh, on, on golf balls, golf bags, towels, hats. And they've got it all, folks. And I'm telling you, I have been a happy customer of theirs for several years. And let me tell you why. I mean, let me preface this like I did a moment ago. I was a customer of GolfBalls.com for years before I got the opportunity to, to meet Andy and have him join me here on the show. I was a customer first, which is why I reached out to him and asked him to be a guest on the show because I think what they do is so fantastic. They do such a great job. I have golf balls imprinted either you know with my name on them. I've had sayings put on them with the event name that I have for uh, my annual golf trip out there with my buddies, and their customer service is just simply outstanding. They have all the major brands with a variety of price points, Plus, you know, they have more than just golf balls. Like I say, you can get anything practically personalized on their site. In other words, if you want it, they got it. And I'm glad to have Andy joining me again this morning on Next on the Tee. Good morning, Andy. How have you been, my friend? Chris, everything's well. How are you? I'm fantastic. Thank you. So, you know, Andy, be, before we get into all the golf stuff, you know, you know, first things first here. My fantasy football draft is coming up on Monday, and your Saints, you know, I got to say, are they going to be good this season? Are there guys from your boys that I need to have on my short list of uh, guys that I'm going to be picking early in the draft? Man, it's <clears throat> it's going to be a tough one. We uh, we we've been hit with the injury bug again, like uh, like you may have seen. Uh, Keenan Lewis just went down, and uh, you know Jerry's Bird still hasn't made his way back. So don't pick the Saints D uh, anytime <laughs> soon. That's for sure. <laughs> But uh, offensively, yeah, we still have some weapons. I mean, uh, I think Brandon Cooks is going to have a great season if uh, if he can stay on the field. So, uh, I mean, hopefully Ingram can uh, can run the ball the way he did last year and you know find uh, find a few holes in the defense. So, I mean, uh, we're always going to be positive. That's the, that's just the way we look at things here. So, uh, we're uh, we're thankful we're in the NFC South for that one. <laughs> Good point there at the end. All right, and Andy, you're. Your alma mater, the University of Louisiana Lafayette, the Raging Cajuns. You guys kick off your season later today against Kentucky. Coming off on a very impressive 2014, nine and four last year. What do you expect from your boys this season? Yeah, we've uh, well, we're looking forward to the season. We 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 lost a uh, a three year starter as a quarterback a season ago, and uh, so we've got a junior starting uh, more of a pro style quarterback versus the dual threat that we've been uh, that we've been you know putting on the field the last couple of seasons so we'll see it's going to be different uh we had a couple of injuries in the off season uh we we lost our number two i'm sorry number three receiver uh probably for the year and 
uh, one of our running backs is, uh, his name is Elijah McGuire. He's, uh, uh, he's going to be on some watch lists. So be on the lookout for him. He's, he's probably our, uh, our star player right now on the offensive side, uh, him and Jamal Robinson, who is a, uh, very, very sure handed receiver that, uh, we're going to hopefully get a lot of touches to. So we're excited. Uh, you know, tonight we play at six o'clock versus Kentucky. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, like I said, your boys were impressive last year. So uh, I think they surprised a few folks last year. You'll have the uh, the uh, idea of a surprise on your side this year. But, uh, yeah, I think uh, I think that's a program on the rise. So uh, good for you and good for everyone over at uh, the University of Louisiana Lafayette. Your Raging Cajun is looking strong. So uh, look forward to watching them this year. Yeah, I guess uh, I guess, Andy, we should actually talk a little golf here on the show on golfballs.com. Uh, about bookgolfballs.com with with the kind of season that we've seen so far this year, Andy, with uh, from Jordan Spieth and Jason Day, you know, Under Armour, you know, Jason you know, Jordan Spieth with Under Armour, Jason Day out there repping TaylorMade. Have you, have you guys seen spikes in sales for those guys? As you know, as you know, I guess you know the probably three quarters of the year was dominated by Jordan Spieth talk, and then with Day getting his getting his major, and now the last few tournaments, guys playing absolutely lights out. Do you see a rise and fall? And spikes of sales for their brands. You know, it, it, it's weird how that works. I mean, the the gear that they wear on tour you know, is not always available in the store. So, you know, a lot of the times, what you see those guys, you know, donning on the golf course is not something you can come in and replicate. Um, you know, there are oftentimes, especially with Nike, Nike will promote a lot of stuff that the players are going to be wearing. They, um, you know, Adidas does too, but it's primarily based around the majors. Um, and with Under Armour, Under Armour has a very unique way of going to market with their product. They have they have a golf specific, uh, like a golf niche department, and then they have your your larger retail, uh, you know, your Dick Sporting Goods, and you know your your big box type of chains that have access to more Under Armour gear. Uh, I can only buy so much Under Armour stuff to go to market with, and not everything that Speed wears is in the catalog that I can choose from. So, you know, is that it, right? It's tough to yeah, it's you know, they have a, a pretty unique way of going about it. Um, so I, you know, the whole catalog for Under Armour, I don't have necessarily access to. So, you know, Speak is wearing, you know, this shirt, I, you know, if I can't get it, unfortunately, if you wanted to come in and, and wear what Speak is wearing Sunday at the Masters, I can't necessarily satisfy that request. But, um, you know, Tillman does a good job. Uh, of course, Adidas is, uh, is their apparel line. So, Right. Uh, they have some very cool technology. Um, you know, one's called Climate Chill. It's, it's it's a it's a it's a heat gear. So they put these aluminum beads in the back in the yoke of the shirt, which is uh, basically where your neck is going to be. And uh, when when you sweat, those beads get very cold, like instant. And uh, is that right? Designed to cool your body down. Yeah, it's very very interesting. They've they came out with it last season for the first time, and you know they launched a few more shirts and a few more different fashion options with it this year. So. Uh, very, very good. I mean, it's, it's like I said, it, it's, it's a summer shirt. Uh, so, I mean, if you're out and about and you're on the golf course, it, it, they're very, very thin. Um, so, it, you know, very, very good for moisture protection. Um, yeah, very cool technology story there. Yeah, no kidding. Do they, just curious as we, you know, as summer's ramping down, we're looking forward to the fall here, you know, soon. Do they have something on the opposite side, you know, something to keep you a little bit warmer in the shirt? Is that is that technology coming? They do. I mean, uh, I mean, uh, most of it's just like fleece line pullovers. And, uh, of course, they'll have, I mean, further up north, which is, you know, obviously we're in Louisiana, so we don't deal with a whole lot of the extreme cold. 
Uh, right. You know, we focus more on the exact opposite. Um, but they do. They they have a uh, a lot of training tops that are that are great for golf. Very lightweight, very flexible. Uh, the last thing you want is a big heavy jacket. You know, right. weighing you down as far as being able to swing. It's very challenging. Uh, so they, you know, they go through a lot of uh, quality control, a lot of product testing, and um, you know, they, with Adidas, I mean, they're they probably led the apparel technology category for years now. So especially since Climacool first hit the market about 20 years ago, so mm-hmm. they they do it right. I mean, they're Adidas for a reason. <laughs> so yeah, I'm sure right. in the in the fall season they're going to have some new product that's going to that's going to blow everybody's mind as far as that will go. So. Looking forward uh-huh. to a good season with them again. Yeah, right. And, you know, Andy, it seems like, especially with, you know, the, the Callaways and TaylorMade, obviously owned by Adidas, you know, the Callaways and TaylorMade, they, you know, they're coming out with new drivers and fairway metals and wedges. It feels like every couple of months. Does it make it challenging for you guys? Because, you know, shortly after you stock, you know, the latest and greatest, the new latest and greatest is coming right out after it. Yeah, I mean, this isn't something new. I mean, this has been going on for decades now. So, Technically, every product launch, you know, it, it's such a cyclical sport. And with, with products that come out, every time they launch a new product, it's not necessarily based around the same, you know, they're not stretching for the same player. Um, you know, in, in Callaway's case, they just came out with two soft launches in in, uh, in September, the great, I'm sorry, the Great Big Bertha uh, Driver Fairywood line, which is a uh, a rehash of one of their best-selling drivers of all time. Uh, and then, of course, they have a new tour version, which is called the Alpha Double Black Diamond, uh, which will be out in October. You know, the the drivers that these are kind of taking the place of that I, you know, I still have in stock. Uh, they're they're not necessarily geared toward the same player necessarily. Uh, it's just improvements on technologies that, uh, you know, that they've come up with. Now, the Big Bertha from 2014 is what the Great Big Bertha is taking the place of. Um, so, you know. Yes, there was a driver that launched in March, and then of course there's one in September. But there, you know, there's there's some gray area there. So uh, a lot of opportunity for guys to maybe try a new product and you know see maybe this shaft combination works better. You know, go get fit, maybe more options. You know, maybe you like the right. look of it better. It's there's a lot that goes into it. It's not just about you know flooding the market with new product. Yeah, I think I think that's you know something that's confusing, you know, at least it's confusing for me and I'm guessing, you know, other consumers because, you know, to the to the point you just made, Andy, you know, some of these drivers are toward, you know, a certain set of guys or maybe a handicap level or or things of that nature and they're not geared to others. But, you know, we see, you know, we see all the new drivers and, you know, obviously, you know, those of us that watch golf on on TV or listen to it on the radio, you know, we're hearing about you know, all the different brands that, that are there, the, you know, the sub-brands, if you will, that come out. And it, it becomes confusing, you know, because it just seems like, you know, am I going to plunk down, you know, 400 plus dollars on a new driver knowing that, you know, three months from now, four months from now, there's going to be a different one. And I'm not sure which one is right. And I think I think you make a really good point. I think it's all about having choice, having choices, and then actually going in and trying out all the different varieties to find out which mix and match of driver head and driver shaft and that sort of thing actually becomes suitable for your game because what's suitable for a higher handicap or a mid handicap is not suitable for a lower handicap piece. Do you find that people come in and whether, are are they frustrated or just, you know, just like me lack the knowledge to know which one of these things should I be really looking at? Well, you know, they don't get frustrated. The the people that get frustrated are, 
the guys who they aren't that informed. Um, you know, they, they may not have uh, uh, that close of a connection with equipment side of things. You know, of course, they might be your regular avid players, uh, but are not, you know, necessarily up to date. So equipment wise, like I said, you come in, in in July, buy the newest driver for, you know, two ninety nine, three ninety nine, however much it is or whichever product it is. And come November, they're launching a new product to gear up for Christmas and spring. And so that that person player may have only had four or five rounds of that particular driver. And of course, by the time the new product launches, they might have a promotion going on the current one that he just got. So, you know, you look at a lot of guys like that who might get a little frustrated, but for the most part, everyone, it's like kids at Christmas, you know, a new, new driver comes out, everybody wants to hit it. They want to test it. They just want to see, you know, maybe, yeah. maybe this is the one that'll give them that, that 15 extra. Maybe, maybe it works just right for you. You know, maybe it doesn't, maybe, you know, maybe you stick with your gamer that you've had in the bag for two years and, you know, wait till the next launch comes out and try it. So, you know, we, we do a lot of fittings in our, in our fitting center there and, and, uh, you know, different shafts to test and launch monitor data to help us kind of figure out where spin is and, you know, what loft, you know, it, we try to dial it in as close as we can. I mean, with most amateur players, it's very hard to produce the same swing over and over again. So getting consistent yeah. numbers all the time is not easy. So, you know, it, sometimes it takes a few different, uh, a few different trial and error testing just, just to kind of get where you're comfortable at as a consumer. So, you know, we love launches. It, it helps people get in the store. It helps people test product, whether they buy it or not. We just want them to come in and, and check out what we have and give us right. some, uh, give us a chance to interact and make a new friend, meet a new customer. So, you know, we, you we love product launches, whether it, whether it promotes, you know, a lot of revenue or not. We just, we just love having those out there. And we, Andy, what, what are you hearing? You know, what are the whispers in the winds from manufacturers that we might be able to look forward to in uh, 2016? TaylorMade has a few blurbs out right now. Um, you may have seen some latest commercials where, uh, a groundskeeper is uh, filling in some divots, and he sees a random divot about 40 yards down the fairway. And uh, he goes and kind of looks up and looks around and fills the divot in and you know, cuts away to the TaylorMade logo. So in October, they're going to have a new driver out. The The name, well, right now it's called M1. I'm not sure if that's what it's going to be whenever it you know, officially launches. But uh, we've seen a few prototype pictures. Um, you know, it's a, it's a rehash of the R15. Um, they're using some carbon fiber technology from what I understand. So it's going to be different. Uh, it's just distribution of weight trying to make the club more forgiving, as we've had some issues with in the past couple seasons. So TaylorMade is, uh, has perennially been the best, you know, as far as sell-through over the years and drivers. Uh, they they do a very good job marketing their product. So, yeah, I have a feeling TaylorMade is going to be successful again on the retail side. Um, you know, as a company, they're, they're, you know, they've seen a little dip in uh, in market share, but – you know they still, you know they still release one of the best products. They they've always been about distance, so distance is king to them. Right. Um, you know, whereas forgiveness might be the the focus of another manufacturer. So, you know, you want faster ball speed if you can hit the ball consistently in the middle of the club. TaylorMade is usually going to go further. So, October comes around. You know, if you can find your local retailer, or if you're in if you're, if you're in Lafayette, come see me, and you know we'll try to do a fitting and see if we can get some extra yards out of that thing. So I, I'm yeah, excited about it. You know, Andy, and I loved how you said a moment ago about, you know, getting people in the doors and, and, and meeting new friends. And like I said, it's, you know, at the top of the show and in your intro, what what captured my loyalty to golfballs.com 
was your customer service. It's outstanding. Whether I've interacted with someone via the chat function, you know, on your website or talk to somebody over the phone, talk for a minute about your focus on delivering a great experience on every order to every customer that comes either through your doors or hits you guys up online. Sure. Well, we have, I mean, we've established as a company, our motto and some core values over the years. And, and, and to be customer centric is, you know, is probably our primary core value, you know, making sure that, you know, you are the priority and making sure that we deliver what we promised, you know, as best we can. And we guarantee it, you know, one way, shape or the other. So, you know, we go through a lot of, I guess a lot of training to make sure that everyone understands, you know, how we need our customers to respond to us. I mean, that's all we have. I mean, with our customers, we don't exist. Um, And we know that there's a lot of other, you know, retail outlets, whether it be online or, or, you know, your local shops that, that can do some of the things that we can do, you know, and we just try to make people think that we can do it better. And uh, the only way we can do that is by treating our customers the best way we can and hoping and making sure that they come back, you know, retention is a big thing for us. And, uh, you know, if, there, if there's ever an issue where, whether it be a mistake that we made or a mistake that a carrier made or a mistake that a manufacturer made and either making or delivering or whatever it might be, you know, we, we will do everything that we can, you know, spare no expense to make sure we get it right. And for so Andy, that, that's you know, our for promise the- to our customers. And you guys deliver on that. And like I say, that's why I've been a loyal customer of golfballs.com for years. And, you know, Andy, for the for the two or three people listening today that may not be familiar with golfballs.com and your site and might be thinking ahead, whether it's, you know, birthdays for people in their lives that are you know coming up in the in the fall or events that they're going to be hosting or even as far out as as Christmas and the, you know, and the gifts for the golfer in their lives. What are some great gift ideas that you typically see people utilizing again for any one of those events or, or a rush around Christmas time? Personalized golf balls is, uh, I mean, that, that's kind of been our niche over the, uh, the last, you know, better part of a decade. Um, we we're getting into more novelty product, you know, whereas instead of just getting a name or initials printed, we can do it in different formats. Um, you know, you've seen stuff monogrammed on whatever it might be, a bag or a robe or, or, or anything like that. Well, we now have fonts like that where we can do that on a golf ball. It, it's just a different way to mark your product and, uh, and, and, and you know, to be unique. And, and they, they always go as great gifts. We always work on durability to make sure that our product and quality is better. We can, you know, you can upload from your smartphone, tablet, desktop, whatever, take a picture of the kids, grandkids, dog, whatever, put it on your golf ball. You know, you're giving it as a gift. You know, we can do it in, you know, as logos. You know, we have a different process if your company needs an outing. But, you know, putting messages on golf balls has, uh, has been a great gift. I mean, any golfer out there needs another ball. You, know, you can never have too many, in my opinion, at least. So as long as you're playing and long, <laughs> as long as you're using them, you're going to need them. So right. it's a great gift idea, and it's it's usually a no-brainer. And and Andy, you guys as well. You guys have sports team merchandise, so you know you can put you got your favorite college team, your, your favorite football team, major league baseball team. So, you know, and we're all excited for the start of, of football season, and the major league playoffs are coming up. Let let our listeners know what kind of items you know from from that perspective that they can find on your uh, you know, on your site or in your store. Yeah, the um, the the team logo gear is is a challenge at times. I mean with a lot of the, the rights and, and royalties, we can't exactly just 
print your, your favorite team's logo on stuff. So, you know, some of the manufacturers that do support collegiate gear, Nike being one of the major ones, and, you know, we have a lot of golf balls from Nike that are, you know, your favorite team logo. It's, and it's mostly the major colleges. A lot, I mean, we get a lot of complaints. Well, why don't you carry these smaller schools? Well, unfortunately, it's not up to us. Um, you know, Bridgestone does a very good job. They do NFL and collegiate. Uh, so as far as NFL goes, there's only one option. Uh, Nike is the uh, uh, the apparel contract with with uh, the NFL right now. So uh, everything that you want to buy for golf specific is going to be Nike uh, or Bridgestone. So those are the only two guys that uh, that we know of that we can get NFL gear now. So we do have balls, tees, a lot of that stuff with your uh, with your favorite team's logo. So if you want to support them out on the course, you know. Just search tournament when you get onto our website, and you know it, it should populate whatever items we have that cater to that team. So uh, locally, however, we uh, we are a licensee of of my alma mater, the UL Lafayette Raging Cajuns. So we do a lot of custom imprinting uh, uh, for those products, as we can manufacture that and produce it in house, uh, thanks to the, the university and the CLC. Uh, so we have a lot of variety. Probably one of the best in in our in our region as far as uh, golf specific apparel goes. So we're very proud of what we can do and, and offer for our fans out there. There you go. Before we let you go, Andy, what promotions do you guys currently have going on? Well, there's a few club promos out there. Uh, in, in in lieu of the new TaylorMade M1, uh, the 2015 version, the R15, is $130 off right now. So $299, uh, which is a great price on that driver. It's one of the hottest out uh, as far as the ball speed goes. You know, good deals also on the fairway wood and hybrid. You know, in, in the ball category, you're going to see some new product out over the next couple of months. Titleist has a new, they call it the Truth Soft. Uh, there are, uh, it, it's their lowest compression ball out. Uh, it's going to compete very well with the Wilson Duo and, uh, and the Cowley Super Soft, which has been some of our best-selling product over the last year. So look for some, some new product coming out. Um, you know, check our website. We do, uh, we do a lot of promotions as far as, you know, buy two, get get this and you know sign up for our email blast and 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 receive promotion codes that we're going to send you throughout the weekend on on different categories for different products so you know we have a lot going on right now i mean the the second leg of the fedex cup is underway so uh golf is once again in the forefront and you know hopefully we can uh, we can capitalize on some of that there you go Andy, thank you so much for taking time out of your morning to join me again. It's always great having you as part of the show. I hope you'll come back again soon. Keep us up to date with uh, all the great things you guys are doing at golfballs.com. But uh, you, you know you're my favorite retailer, and uh, I can't thank you enough for uh, for continuing to be a part of the show. Well, we appreciate the support, and I'm uh, glad to be on, man. I, I, I thank you for having me. All right, Andy. Take care. All the best to you, everyone at GolfBalls.com and your family as well. I look forward to catching up with you again real soon. Thanks, Chris. You bet, man. Have a great weekend. All right. You do the same, Andy. Take care. Thanks, pal. You bet. That's, Bye-bye. That's Andy Melanson, and he is uh, the manager of retail operations at GolfBalls.com. And, folks, I, you know, I, can't say, I can't say it enough. Their customer service is second to none, whether you're going to interact with their site you know, online, you chat with them or, or you're doing it via email or you're calling them over the phone or going into Andy's, you know, shop down there in Louisiana. Fantastic folks, fantastic products. They get it right every time. I've never had a problem with any of their stuff and uh, their imprinting is absolutely fantastic. And they'll do, you know, like you said, photos or, you know, your logos or whatever you need. They do such a great job with that stuff. Again, go to golfballs.com.
All right, uh, we've got my next guest, David Meltzer, hanging on the line. We're going to get to David right on the other side of this station identification. You're listening to Next on the Tee with Chris Mascaro. Heard around the world on the Armed Forces Radio Network. Now back with me on the Seymour Putters guest line is Sports One Marketing CEO and best-selling author David Meltzer. David's book, Connected to Goodness, Manifest Everything You Desire in Business and in Life, continues to fly off shelves at bookstores and Amazon.com. He is positively impacting people's lives all over the world through his company, Sports One Marketing, and his partnership with Pro Football Hall of Famer Warren Moon. His site, MeltzerMission.com, is absolutely wonderful and has a positive message for you every single day. It's an inspirational way to get your day you know, kicked off right. So I really encourage you to go check it out. Again, you can find it at MeltzerMission.com and uh, get that daily inspirational message delivered right to your email box. And Dave is you know, certainly one of the most inspirational guys you'll ever want to talk to or hear speak, and I'm very glad he's back with me this morning and next on the tee. Hey, Dave, how are you doing this morning, my friend? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me, Chris. How are you? I'm great. Thank you, Dave. And and Dave, you're a member of an organization, the Transformational Leadership Council. Talk about what that group does. You know, it's a, I was honored to be asked to be on it. Uh, it's a bunch of thought leaders, guys like Bob Proctor and uh, Wayne Dyer and uh, J- Jack Canfield is the founder from Chicken Soup for the Soul. And uh, the the council gets together twice a year in an undisclosed location and really talk about where and what direction the transformational movement uh, is taking and sharing ideas. I, I think the biggest tagline is really nurture the nurturer. So you have all of these great teachers and authors and speakers, and we all share ideas uh, over three days. Uh, in in these these re- faraway resorts, uh, in complete privacy in a secure environment, uh, where we can share our thoughts and and really nurture the nurturer, so that we can empower others to empower others with not only our own ideas but all of these great ideas with these great minds. And it's a uh, one of the best experiences of my life and one of the biggest honors uh, to be included uh, with, with those guys because uh, they're unbelievable. And. And Dave, you recently spoke at San Jose State, and you know when you get a chance to talk with kids that are you know either taking a sports marketing class or you know looking forward to getting into the sports industry, you know what message is it that you want to make sure that those kids walk away with when uh, they're done listening to you speak? <laughs> That's a great question. I know we're, we're not on golf, but you know it, it's really funny because everyone has this perception of how competitive and impossible it is to get a job in sports. And since I'm speaking and when I do at colleges, you know, I want to give them perspective. And so one of the first questions I ask while I'm there is who here thinks it's difficult or competitive or even impossible to get a job in sports. And over 90 some percent of the kids raise their hand. And I say in the next hour, what I'm going to do is change the way you look at things. So the things you look at change. And when I finish, uh, with the the presentation, I ask everyone who here thinks it's difficult, impossible, or competitive to get a job in sports, and no one raises their hand. And then I said, who here believes that they can work in sports, and they all raise their hand. So, uh, you know, that belief, uh, utilizing gratitude, empathy, accountability, and effective communication as the pillars to teach them that the key to life is to be happy, and that everything that we want 
we can have if we simply think about it in the right way and take the appropriate action. And that's really what I've been doing around the country and now the world. And uh, I really love doing it. Whenever I have corporate speaking or appearances or if we had a few interviews up there on KMBR and Ted Ramey show and really promoting a, a variety of different things from the NFL Hall of Fame flag football to Commerce for a Cause to our great partner Schmoop, uh, which helps uh, empower kids to, you know, yeah, be prepared for the ACT, SAT, AP courses, ASVAB, great site, 15 million kids a day are on there, schmoop. Uh, but I was up there, and I always like to stop by a few universities to change the way these kids look at things and give them the possibility and the probability and most of all the perspective that they can work where they want to work and, and define their own lives. That's awesome. And, and Dave, you know, as we talk a little bit, you know, golf here, you guys, uh, you know, partner with the folks over at Nike on uh, different events. And, you know, you guys kind of, they're, they're a, a product line that are, you know, involved in some of the events that you guys sponsor. From a sports technology standpoint, what are some of the things that, that jump out at you when you hear them talking about, you know, what their current product line or stuff that they are looking at rolling out into the marketplace? You know, they're really innovators, and I know, you know, they're, they're this, the 800-pound gorilla, so they have a lot of resources, like buying the NFL license and putting it on golf gear. Uh, but, you know, wh- what I hear from them is really inspiring is they don't necessarily utilize the technology just to uh, provide better performance. It's re- They have a much grander vision, which I'm really aligned with, which is they, they want to improve the entire game of golf, and they're looking at ways of innovating golf. And, you know, we, we as you know, work with, like, one-up golf and top golf and, and all of these people, you know, they're changing the game of golf so that everyone is interested in this great game. And the reason they should be interested is, uh, you know, for, for me, is it, it, it's a, a skill. You know, golf is a skill and a game uh, that – utilizes both physical, the action side, as well as the imagination side. Uh, And so it mirrors all the principles that I teach in life. And the one principle that it mirrors, and, you know, Nike obviously is behind this as well, is that life takes practice, uh, just like golf takes practice. And so, uh, you know, I tell people all the time, if, if you take your five iron and you practice it for two straight weeks for 30 minutes a day, and you quantifiably look at the results. In fact, we have the technology just to record the results. And um, if you see that the, what you can do in two short weeks with one five iron, you know, imagine what we can do if we just change the way that we think about things for, for, for two straight weeks. And that's where, you know, my gratitude challenge, for example, comes in. It, it's really from and, and, and it's taken from my experience with golf is, hey, let's get real focused on one thing and practice it, it for a short period of time every day. Uh, you know, two minutes of meditation is worth more every day than two hours of meditation once a week. Uh, you know, swing your five iron, swing your seven iron, practice putting, whatever it is, but utilize that same skill set, transfer it over into your life. And I think Nike has that perspective that golf is life. And we want people to enjoy and empower their lives with this great sport of golf and that certain changes need to be made with the game uh, that if we're going to have it be available to socioeconomically, if it's going to be available water-wise, electricity-wise, if it's going to be available time-wise because our, our time commitments and restraints are 
different than they were in 1950. You know, people just don't have four or five hours uh, to play a game and, and to provide a skill. And so how do we create efficient, effective ways to get the same results and enjoyment out of golf uh, that we did in the past? And Nike is on the cutting edge of, of doing that. And, you know, Dave, along with the, the partnership and the things that you do with Nike, obviously along comes, you know, or coming with that is, you know, access and, and uh, interaction with Rory McIlroy. When we look at golf right now, you know, we've got, you know, Rory's been the number one player, currently is the number one player in the world. Jordan Spieth has had a heck of a season so far. Jason Day got the monkey off his back, and now all of a sudden, you know, he's starting to dominate over the last few weeks. They're, you know, one, two, three in the in the world rankings. How great is the game of golf going to be in your mind as we look at these three guys, you know, hopefully getting, you know, having their games, you know, being at the top of their games and then competing against one another week in and week out. We're almost done with this season, but we've, you know, these kids are, you know, they're in their twenties. They're, they're going to be going at it for years. How great is the game of golf right now with these three guys at the forefront? Yeah. And I think not only these three guys, but you have a couple other others in there, which, you know, when Tiger was dominating the game, you just didn't have. So you have, you know, Ricky Fowler there, you have, you know, J- Justin Rose, you have also, um, uh, obviously, Dustin Johnson, who are, are aren't old guys yet, right? And uh, right. and w- when you put the, these guys together, uh, where where we're at is in a transition. Um, you know, in, in basketball, went through this when they lost Michael Jordan. You know, it took a little bit of time to come up with the the grant. You know, the the grants and the I mean, the LeBron and, and all these guys, Kevin. Uh, right. I'm losing my names in the morning, but uh, it, it took a little bit of time here in golf. If you look at the numbers, it's interesting. Like the Masters uh, this year was Spieth in the last round. You had 14 million viewers. When Tiger uh, was last 2005 in, in the final round, we had 14.6 million viewers. Now, it's a little bit off because the Masters itself is a draw, and, it, and it's grown over the last 10 years, um, and so it's carrying that. But then U.S. Open with Spieth, it was at 6.7 million viewers when Tiger in 2008 was 12 million. So you can see a, a fair, a fair transition there. And then British open with Zach Johnson, 3 million to 6 million again with Tiger PGA championship though, as the season went on and Jason day, you had 6.7 million to 9 million with Tiger. What's going to happen over this next year. Uh, and we're so lucky is that there's so many of these good golfers, young, good golfers that, you know, here we have different teams, supposedly, they're individuals, to, to root for. And, you know, uh, Day is guarding, uh, Jason Day is uh, guarding his following, Fowler his, and it's just going to grow and grow and grow. And I think, you know, in the next three years, we're going to find the popularity is going to be far greater uh, than it ever was, uh, even with Tiger Woods. So I'm very, very excited about these guys playing golf. Yeah, there you go. And Dave, uh, before we let you go, where can uh, where can our listeners catch up with you and hear you speak? Perhaps get a copy of your book signed, or or catch up with you over the next. Uh, so you join us here once a month. We get the opportunity to have you every week on the other side, on the football side, on Thursday night tailgate. But uh, share with our golf listeners how they can catch up with you. You know, I, Meltzer Mission has the entire schedule. I'm from Joe Namus, uh Beth Page Golf Tournament. Uh, I'll be out there uh, this month. Southwestern Law School. Uh, we have a Fragile X for charity, which is autism. I'm speaking at, and then finishing up the month at Ohio State and in Indiana. Uh, 
Ohio State University. Uh, but, you know, MeltzerMission.com, SportsOneMarketing.com, you know, encouraging everyone to get involved with Commerce for a Cause, uh, where a portion of your bank fees can go to any charity of your choice. We're trying to make a lot of money, help a lot of people, have a lot of fun, uh, get everyone involved. Uh, come, come see us. Come touch us. Uh, Chris, we're so appreciative of giving us a platform, both Warren Moon and I. Uh, you're just a, a dear partner and a friend, and we appreciate you. And I look forward to this every month coming on the show. So thank you so much. Absolutely. And the, and the gratitude goes both ways, my friend. Dave, thank you very much for joining me again this morning. I always look forward to the opportunity to get to get some time with you. Like I say, we get to do it every week on the football side on our sister show, Thursday Night Tailgate, and once a month here on Next on the Tee. Thank you for being a part of both shows, and I uh, look forward to talking to you again real soon, my friend. Anytime, anywhere. Thank you. All right. Take care. That's Bye-bye. David Meltzer, Sports One Marketing CEO, MeltzerMission.com. Great stuff. I can't say it enough. Great way to get your day kicked off, and uh, you can catch up with him and find out where you can uh, hear Dave and, and uh, perhaps go see him. His book, again, is called Connected to Goodness. So uh, great stuff from Dave Meltzer. We look forward to catching up with him again next month here and then every single week on our sister show, Thursday Night Tailgate, as well. All right, folks, uh, before we get to our next guest, Bob Friend Jr., we want to give a shout-out to our friend and new partner, PGA Tour professional Jim Estes, and the great folks over at the Salute Military Golf Association. Let's, uh, let's hear a word about all the great stuff that those folks are doing. The Salute Military Golf Association was created to provide rehabilitative golf experiences to the brave men and women who have been wounded while serving our country. Hi, I'm Jim Estes, PGA Golf Pro and co-founder of the Salute Military Golf Association. With my adaptive golf program, we've successfully helped thousands of soldiers in their recovery, both mentally and physically. The SMGA has been providing family-inclusive golf experiences across the country since 2007. To date, the SMGA has equipped more than 1,000 warriors with properly fitted golf clubs and has extended its clinic series to more than eight chapter and affiliate locations across the U.S., If you are a wounded veteran interested in participating, or if you'd like to learn more about the Salute Military Golf Association and find a chapter closest to you, visit our website at smga.org. We've seen firsthand how impactful golf can be in aiding one's recovery. The Salute Military Golf Association, empowering wounded veterans one fairway at a time. Visit smga.org. That's smga.org. Like Jim said, the SMGA, the Salute Military Golf Association, is doing great things for our wounded warriors and our military personnel and veterans. Please get involved. Do whatever it is you can to support them. You can find them online at smga.org. All right, now back with me in making his fifth appearance on uh, the Seymour Putters guest line and with us here on Next on the Tee is a, is a guy I've told you many times would be a member of my dream uh, five some, and that's Bob Friend Jr. Let me remind you a little bit more about Bob's background. He's from my hometown of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, turned pro in 1987, and has played on the nationwide PGA and Champions Tours since 1990. He's had five top 10, fin- he had five t- top 10 finishes in his rookie year. He got uh, his first win at the 1991 Fort Wayne Open, had five more top 10 finishes in 94, and three more after that in 97. In all, he's finished in the top 10 27 times and counting. Baseball fans are going to remember his father, who played in the major leagues from 1951 to 1966, mostly with my hometown Pittsburgh Pirates, and was a key member of their 1960 world championship team that beat uh, the New York Yankees on Bill Mazeroski's famous bottom of the ninth home run in Game 7. 
Bob is also the Director of Operations for Pikewood National Golf Club in Morgantown, West Virginia, which is one of the most beautiful golf courses anywhere on the planet. And that's no exaggeration, my friends. It's been one of the top 100 golf courses in the world, so named by Golf Digest. So please go check it out, pikewoodgolfclub.com. Last week, Bob finished top, uh, tied for eighth at the Dick Sporting Goods Open, and I'm thrilled to have him next on the tee with me again this morning. Good morning, Bob. How have you been, my friend? Hey, I've been great, Chris. Thank you so much for all the kudos and all the information there. I, I didn't know I was that uh, that successful, but it was. Uh, I, I really appreciate <laughs> you doing your homework because you always do. And you talked about my dad and the sixty World Series team. Actually, last Saturday, they celebrated the fifty fifth anniversary of Bill Mazeroski's home run, Game Seven home run against New York Yankees at PNC Park, and they assembled all the guys remaining uh, from that nineteen sixty team, including my father. So they're all down there in the field prior to the game last week, and they were all honored uh, by the Pittsburgh Pirates in baseball. So pretty good weekend last weekend for the Friend family, my dad uh, being honored with his 60 World Series team and me finishing the top ten at the Dick Sporting Goods Open in Endicott. Yeah, no, that's a heck of a weekend. Good for all of you. I mean, does, it, it's still got to fill you with a, with, a, with a bunch of pride, Bob, just to, to see your dad continued continuing to be honored by by the folks there and you know in both of our hometown and our hometown of Pittsburgh when when he gets to go out I'm just sort of curious when he gets to go out there and, and relive a bit of those memories what's that like for him Well you know I tell you he is he feels very blessed to uh have played on that ball club it was a ball club with great chemistry uh which literally is very similar to what we have right now with the Pittsburgh Pirates in 2015 uh, one of you know his biggest concerns, I mean, he watches every game and pays attention to every game, was that the Pirates were going to go and try to pick up somebody before the trade deadline that would get in there and kind of mess with that chemistry. Fortunately, they did not. Uh, he just he loves being back together with all of his old teammates. I mean, that's really is what it is. I mean, all the accolades and stuff like that, he's, he was around it his whole life, whole professional life, and it really doesn't get, he really doesn't get all worked up about that. But what he enjoys is the associations and getting hooked up with his old teammates that have moved out of town, getting them all back together and having an opportunity to rekindle some old friendships. And that's really what's yeah. most important to him. Yeah, I bet. I bet those are fantastic. And you talk about being a fly on the wall as they share stories and reminisce, but that would be a, that would be an outstanding thing to be a part of. Bob, I, I want to congratulate you again. Tied for eighth last week at the, at the Dick Sporting Goods. Great playing. How's, how's the game right now? Well, I, I tell you what, Chris, I went out the week before. Uh, the owner here at Greer Industries, John Race at Greer Industries, owns Pikewood National Golf Club. The owner has been very supportive of my efforts to try to play on the Champions Tour. And, uh, you know, I'd played three events so far this year, nothing great. And it was just one of those things I just quite couldn't figure it out. And so John, at John Racy's uh, behest, he said, go out there and work with Jim Suddy, who I've been working with since 1999. And went out to work with Dr. Suddy at Conway Farms there in Chicago, where they're going to play the Deutsche Bank or the BMW Championship next week. Uh, went out there and worked with Dr. Suddy for about five hours, and we we came upon a little bit of a swing issue that has been uh, with me for some time, and we basically fixed it. And it has to do with the early rotation of my shoulders in the golf swing, where I want to get my arms moving first before my shoulders ever start engaging. And so we worked on that, and. Went to uh, Endicott, New York, on a sponsor's exemption. Thank you very much, Ed Stack, the CEO and chairman of Dick Sporting Goods, and a good friend of mine gave me a sponsor's exemption there this year. And uh, went up there and hit the ball the best that I've hit it all year, really in a year and a half. Uh, I shot 68, 70, 69, 
the 68 on Friday, the first round, the very highest I could have shot was four under par 68. So, you know, my ball striking has come back. Uh, I'm putting the ball well. My confidence came back immediately after that finish. I had to make a six-foot putt on 17 for uh, after I knocked my first putt from about 30 feet, about six feet by. I had to make that, and I also had to make an up-and-down seven-footer at 18 to finish in the top ten. I knew I needed to make them, and I buried both of them. So it's very gratifying. It does an awful lot for your confidence. And right now, just waiting to see if I get into the uh, the Nature Valley first tee open at Pebble Beach in two and a half weeks. And I, and I tell you what, Bob, and I was you know, sort of looking over, you know, your stats so far this season. And to your point about finding something in your swing, boy, your greens in regulation last week you know, were, were the best that they have been all season. So your iron play is clearly something that is, uh, you know, has come around a lot. Is that is that something that you focused on with Jim Suddy? Was it the irons, or was it just you know, the complete swing was different? Well, it was. It was the swing is is different, but primarily what this has done, basically, what it is, is this, Chris, when. When when a player and your listeners can can possibly take a look at them this this themselves, either you know on the V1 interactive software, which is what I use and what Dr. Suddy uses, um, when your shoulders turn too early in the golf swing, it has a tendency to send the club to the inside. And when the club's to the inside, especially with a person built such as myself who's thick in the chest and thick in the shoulders, when the club gets inside early, then your arms have to lift and you go slightly above the swing plane. And at the top of the golf swing, if you're above the swing plane, you have a tendency to drop your arms too far to the inside, and you either hit blocks or you hit hooks. And so what I have really been struggling with is my short irons, which is where you build birdies. You know, you, you don't build birdies with four, fives, and six irons. You build birdies with sevens, eights, nines, and wedges. Occasionally you'll make a birdie with a five or six or four iron, but primarily when you get those short irons in your hand, you've got to be like a Marine Corps sniper and be tearing out those pins. And what I have been missing really but the last two years in my, my Champions Tour foray is that my, my short irons have been, you know, I'm hitting them, you know, 15, 20, 25 feet away, not hitting them 3, 4, 8 feet, 10 feet away, where you have those real good birdie opportunities. And so instantaneously, by, by keeping my shoulders very, very still as I swing my arms away and swing the club away, um, I'm able to get my arms lower in the backswing plane, which allows me to come down the line towards the target better, as opposed to coming so far underneath and outside the line. So, uh, it was a huge, huge improvement in terms of my iron play. I hit a bunch of greens, and uh, I've also got a little bit more power uh, because when you also have lift, you also have turn but not coil. And what we want to have in the golf swing is we want to have shoulder coil against a stable lower body. So when your arms are a little bit lower in the backswing plane, you eliminate the lift, you increase your coil, which increases your power. And so my driving distance numbers went up this past week, and my accuracy with my irons and my driver also went up. So it was all really, really good. And, uh, you know, again, Dr. Study's a wonderful teacher, and he's a, he's a great man, great friend. He was 2001 PGA Teacher of the Year, and uh, he, is, he works basically, has basically worked with everybody, including currently Lauren Roberts and Larry Mize out there in the Champions Tour. And you, know, you mentioned the word power, and I get you know everything that you're saying technically in in your golf swing there, but you know because you know, you know, I've I've seen it in your power numbers, right? You're, I mean, you're long drives. I mean, you're you're driving the ball over 300 yards, you're 310. I mean, and, and let me preface this for our listeners that you know Bob is five foot eight, 180 ish pounds, so you are generating a lot of power in your body to get that ball out there 310 yards. Talk about it, it can't just be this swing. There's got to be something else that you're doing no, that is no, able well, to get really, you out I mean, there. 
Well, Chris, I mean, I, look, I mean, it's like anybody else. I mean, you've got to pay attention to your body. I mean, I work out three or four days a week, uh, mostly lifting weights. I'm going to probably start doing some yoga, um, you know, this coming fall. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm in there with the PTs and the fitness trailers prior to every round getting stretched out and whatnot. And Kent Bickerstaff, who actually used to be the trainer for the Pittsburgh Pirates, yeah. is the uh, he is actually one of the, the physical trainers out there on the Champion Store. And so we, after discussion... You know, he's like, listen, you've got to work on improving your, your flexibility. Your strength is over the top, but we need to work on the flexibility. So I'm going to start doing yoga this fall, increasing my flexibility, especially in my hamstrings and in my, uh, and in my glutes. But for the most part, uh, you know, it really is. It's just a more efficient way to swing the golf club. And when your efficiencies go up, your power increases and your accuracy increases. So it really was just kind of a, a swing change type thing. Wow, that's outstanding. I mean, good for you. 310 yards, that's a, that's mind-boggling. And I think that I we're roughly that. the same size, and you're out driving me by about 70 yards. Good for you, Bob. Well, my name's in my oh. bag, Chris, you know. <laughs> so, Bob, what's what's coming up? You, know, you, you, you found all of these things, and you're playing really well. What's coming up on your schedule the rest of the year? Well, what I've got is I've got the, first, the, the, uh, the, fir- the Nature Valley first tee open at Pebble Beach where, you know, Lord willing, I'm going to get that spot. They only give one top ten spot to, uh, to, uh, to, to top ten finishers on the Champions Tour. Right now, Peter Sr. beat me by one shot. So, Peter, if he is not otherwise exempt on, uh, in his category, which is the extended money list category, then, that's, then he gets the spot. If he gets in on his number, then I'm going to get that top ten spot. But I'm, I'm working on it. I had Arnold Palmer, who's a good friend. Uh, Arnold called out there, the tournament director, Steve John, a very nice man, and uh, he's going to do what he can to help me get into that field. But if not, I'm going to go out there and qualify for it. And then after that, I've got uh, I've got the tournament in uh, North Carolina, the tournament in San Antonio, and the tournament out there um, at Pelican, uh, not at Pelican Hill, but at Newport Beach Country Club out of Newport, California. So I've got four more events here and looking to turn my volume up. Um, I finished last week, moved me up into the top 70 in the Schwab Cup, number 66. So, uh, Lord willing, I'm going to have my volume turned up here for the finish and put a finish on it. There you go. And, and, and Bob, I, I, w- I want to get your thoughts on some other things that we're seeing, obviously, going around on the on the PGA Tour side. And you do a couple of radio shows, so I'm sure you, you guys have been talking about this. But I'm I'm curious to get you know hear what you have to say about what you've seen so far this season, particularly from Jordan Spieth and now Jason Day. You know, Jordan dominated probably 75% of the season. And now Jason Day, you know, got over the hump at the PGA championship and now looks every bit, you know, the top two or three players in the world. It was confidence. We, we talk so much about that on this show. Is that all Jason Day needed was to get the major championship yes. monkey off his yes. back? Yes, it is. That literally is what it is. It's uh, winning breeds winning. Jack Nicklaus told us that many decades ago, that winning breeds winning. Uh, you've got, You've got three great young players in, in Roy McIlroy, uh, Jordan Spieth, and Jason Day. Fantastic stories, fantastic young athletes uh, that are going to be up there dominating the world of golf here, hopefully for the next 20 years. Uh, Jordan Spieth, it looks like he's cooled off a little bit, and that, that happens. After you play tournament golf, it's very mentally tiring. After you play great tournament golf, it's really mentally tiring. So he's cooled off a little bit. It's nothing wrong with his golf swing. I don't like the fact that he changed his irons out. I thought that was ridiculous. You've got to right. dance with the girl that brought you to the dance. Um, but Jason Day, look, it, 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 you know, very, a world of talent. We've watched him uh, really since 2008 on the world stage. and It was just a matter of time. You can't hold talent like that back. 
And, uh, look, it's once you've won one, you know you can do it. It builds your confidence. And uh, it's what we've seen with Jordan Spieth. It's what we saw with Tiger Woods early in his career. And now it's what we're going to see here with Jason Day and we've seen with Rory McIlroy. And do you feel that yourself? You know, because, Bobby, you know, like I say, we talk about so, you know, on this show many times about the mental side of the game. And to your point about winning, breeding, you know, breeding, winning, you know, the game is so much about simply believing that you can win or believing that you can play the game really well. Even from your own standpoint, now that you see yourself at a tie for eighth, do you feel a renewed confidence and then, you know, hey, I can actually, you know, compete and win at this level? And you see, guys, is that really so much of the game? How much of the game is that? Uh, at my level, it's about 90% of the game. Uh, yeah, and that absolutely, Chris. I got a very big uh, confidence bump from what I saw. Uh, number one, I saw my ball striking instantaneously improve once I got there. But most importantly, as I said earlier in our interview here, knowing that I needed to make shots um, and was able to do it down the stretch, get back to get into my routine and trust it and fire, especially on those those very crucial putts coming down the stretch, that builds confidence, and you get in there and you just say, you know what, you've got cork, you can do it. And uh, that's really what it is at this level. I mean, everybody out there on the Champions Tour, PGA Tour, Web.com Tour, LPGA Tour, they can all hit it, they can all play. The difference is is who is willing to be super cocky, internally super cocky. I mean, I'm not saying going out there and being a jerk to people, but being right. internally super cocky where you're just constantly telling yourself, I am the greatest, I am the greatest, I am the greatest. And um, and believing it, and that's 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 all the difference in the world. A couple more before we let you go, Bob. And let's go on the opposite side of of the confidence spectrum. And you know, we we saw Tiger Woods play well for three rounds a couple of weeks ago at the Wyndham Championship before making triple on eleven by sculling a chip and then chunking another one before making you know ultimately making a seven, which essentially took him out of the opportunity to to win that golf tournament. It did free up his mind though, and he made four birdies coming in to finish, you know, in a tied for 10th. But, uh, you know, based on that, is, 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 is that, is that what's, you know, what's bugging Tiger? Is, is it all mental at this point with Tiger? No, I don't. I don't think so. I think he's got some physical problems too. You know, he's, he, his head goes down on the backswing. Look, there's heads will move possibly on the downswing on the backswing. You can't have your head move because if the head moves down four inches You've got to figure out a way to get that head back up to where it was to make consistent contact. And that's what I've seen. Look, I did my radio show live from the Greenbrier Classic every day down there around the 4th of July weekend. I followed Tiger in the Pro-Am. He looked like he was swinging at about 90%, not trying to hit everything hard. And his head stayed relatively level. He hit every fairway, and he hit every green that I watched. I watched 11 holes. Then I watched him in the tournament on Thursday, and it looked like he was trying to hit everything oh so hard. And, again, the head drops about four inches on the backswing. And when it drops in the backswing, you know, all these new gurus can say whatever they want. Oh, he's, he's using the ground forces and this, that, and the other. I got news for you. Every single listener to your show right now can go and pull up a YouTube video of either Jack Nicklaus or Sam Snead, who were two of the longest, straightest drivers in the history of this game. Guys, their head does not go down. Their head doesn't move. And the power that they generated was awesome. But most importantly, it was a power generated by accuracy. Jack Nicklaus and Sam Snead, two of the longest, most accurate drivers in the history of the game, their head didn't move. So I'm not buying all this stuff about, oh, he's using the ground forces and, and he's pushing up from the – whatever. Your head can't go <laughs> down that much in the backswing and ex- to recover on the downswing. You can't do it. So 
Number one, I think he's got a physical issue with that head, and I think that as long as it's in the back of his mind, he can still hit that big interplanetary travel to the right or to the left. I think that that's going to nag him. You cannot, in major championship golf, you cannot drive the ball that deep into the trees or that deep into the rough and expect to go out there and compete with guys that are driving it 320 and straight, such as Jordan Spieth, such as Jason Day, such as Roy McIlroy and Dustin Johnson. You can't compete with those guys. And so I think, that, I think it's part physical, but I also think, you know, mentally, I think I'm, not, I'm certainly not going to say that Tiger Woods is cooked. I mean, he's one of the strongest mental guys that we have seen since Jack Nicklaus. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, is that, uh, you know, Paul Azinger said it better than anybody else. He said, when you've got your confidence, you feel like you're never going to lose it. And when you lose it, you feel like you're never going to get it back. And I think that's where Tiger is right now. That's a great summary. Bob, one more before we let you go. And, you know, we, we talk so much about the great history of the game. You mentioned two of the biggest in, in Mr. Nicholas and, and uh, Sam Sneed. Dow Finsterwald is the uh, club pro emeritus at, uh, at your home course now, Pikewood National Golf Club. And he might have been a bit overshadowed, you know, in the 50s and 60s by, you know, the big three or, you know, Hogan, Sneed, you know, and the like. But he had a wonderful career out on the PGA Tour. And he had 11 wins. He had a victory at the 1958 PGA Championship. He played on four Ryder Cup teams, was the captain of the 1977 team that won the event at Royal Lytham in St. Anne's. For those who aren't as familiar with Mr. Finsterwald, talk about him. Dow Finsterwald is one of the greatest gentlemen the game has ever seen. Um, as you say, he's a contemporary of Arnold Palmer. Dow is 85 years old. He and Arnold Palmer are, are close like brothers. And Dow currently... Uh, is the holds the is is in third place on the PGA, in PGA Tour history on consecutive cuts made. Dow was never a long player, but he was a very accurate player. And again, as I like to pull out that uh, analogy, he was like a Marine Corps sniper with his wedges and a fantastic putter and an absolutely ferocious competitor. Uh, Dow has been the pro emeritus here at Pikewood National Golf Club since 2003. Dow uh, unfortunately lost his wife Linda this year. Um, oh. You know, she's, she's, been, she's been battling some health issues here, and, and he lost her um, in, in the middle of June, which was sad to see. They were married over 50 years. Uh, Dow's son, Dow Jr., is a golf, head golf professional, Colonial, down there. We play the Colonial National Invitational. But Dow will come in two or three times a year here to Pikewood National Golf Club, and we have our member guests and our member member tournaments. He's a great friend of the club, a great gentleman. Love him to death. Dow has helped me out so much over the years. And uh, the, the great thing that I've noticed about these old champions, and we, we here at Pikewood National Golf Club, have, uh, we've got a long-term relationship with Dow, but also with Bob Golby and Johnny Pott, um, is that these guys are in their 80s, and these guys are still looking to get better. I mean, Dow will come here on a weekend and you know, be talking to all of our members and their guests and, and entertaining people, but he'll, he'll show up with like three or four tailor-made drivers. And I'm like, what are you working on, Dow? Oh, I'll tell you what. And he calls everybody guy. He said, i tell you what, guy. He said, they sent me these drivers. He said, this one's this, this one's this, this one's this. He said, I think I can get the ball a little bit higher here, which can give me a little more. They're constantly trying to get better, no matter what the age, no matter how many years they are beyond their prime. It's just, uh, I think it's the nature of the game and the nature of excellence yeah. uh, from a guy such as Dow Finsterwald. That's fantastic. I, mean, I I love hearing about guys that, you know, we've heard Mr. Palmer talk about that in the past about, you know, still trying to work on his game a little bit. I yes. love the fact that they continue to work on their game. That's oh, yeah. Great. Yeah. That, you know, those guys, uh, those guys are tougher than mine roof bolts. They are all just <laughs> extraordinarily, extraordinarily tough minded, hard nosed guys. And they're just wonderful, wonderful people. 
and really the epitome of a uh, of a gentleman competitor. And Bob, before I let you go, I, I need to get your thoughts on uh, on your alma mater, LSU, and if uh, they're going to be uh, one of the Final Four this year in the college football playoffs. All depends on the quarterback, Chris. You know, I'm actually taking my kids down uh, to the LSU-Auburn game uh, here on the 19th of September. We're flying down the 17th. I'm actually renting an RV, and I've got a stadium parking pass. Joe Oliva, the AD, is a good friend of mine. And I'm going to see my old college teammate David Toms down there, who is a regular tailgater there at LSU. Uh, it all depends on the quarterback. If the quarterback is going to be uh, effective, then LSU will be right there in the mix because they've got uh, Fournette, the, the running back Fournette, is just amazing. He's probably the best running back in the nation in terms of speed, foot quickness, and size. The defense is going to be great. The offense is going to be great. But the quarterback, last year we were awful. Uh, we had Jennings and Harris this year. The same duo is, is, is kind of vying for the quarterback spot. So it's all going to depend on what one of those guys does. If they have a great year, LSU is going to have a great year. All right. And, Bob, tell our listeners how they can uh, find your radio show and can listen to you. Well, we are uh, T to Green on the Western Year Radio Network. We stream it live on WVMetroNews.com. And I also do a little bit of work for SiriusXM on PGA Tour Radio, but primarily – right here, Director of Operations. I'm actually sitting on what we call the perch at Pikewood National Golf Club, listening to Motown, which we play every day, looking at the range, which is about 350 yards long by 120 yards wide. Beautiful summer day here in Morgantown, West Virginia. So I'm at Morgantown in Morgantown at pikewoodnational.com, and uh, private, exclusive, as we say, beyond the noise, beyond the norm, beyond belief. Wow, and it is beyond belief. And uh, like I say all the time about about that golf course, boy, it is one of the most beautiful golf courses you'll find anywhere in the country. Again, the top 100 golf courses in the world named by Golf Digest. So it's a beautiful place. I highly, uh, I highly recommend people check it out because you're going to be amazed at how beautiful that golf course is. Bob, uh, tell our listeners as well how they can follow you over social media. I am uh, Bob Friend underscore golf on Twitter. And uh, before we leave, Chris, I want to thank all our men and women uh, in the armed forces that, that, that give up their lives and, and give up their security, protect my security and the freedom and liberty of this great nation that we have. Thank you for saying that. That's very important. Bob, thank you so much for joining me again this morning. As I've said many times on this show, my dream FISM is my foursome. You, Paul Stankowski, and Eric Johnson, because there aren't three guys I'd rather spend a round with or could enjoy it more than you three guys. So thank you for being here. Thank you for being a great guest and uh, coming on for a fifth time now. Best of luck uh, the remainder of the golf season. And please pass along our, uh, our sincere thanks as well and uh, best wishes to your father and the rest of your family. All the best, Chris. God bless. Thank you very much. All right, take care. Catch up soon, Bob. That's uh, Champions Tour player Bob Friend Jr. And I'm telling you sincerely, folks, they don't come better than Bob Friend Jr. And his father's a, a wonderful individual as well. So be watching for Bob. It uh, it sounds like uh, he got a little glitch in the swing, figured it out. And uh, I hope uh, we see him at the top of the leaderboard on the Champions Tour for many, many years to come. All right, folks, it's time for me to put a bow on this one. Before we close up shop, like we do every week on the show, we want to remind you about a great book that our friend Dave Stockton Jr. and his dad, Dave Stockton, have out there called Own Your Own Game. Remember, folks, so much of the game, as you heard us talk about this weekend, almost every week on this show, so much of the game is played in that five-inch space between our ears. So get your mind right. In this book, the Stocktons let you know how to use your mind to play winning golf. 
Own your own game. It recreates the experience of riding 18 holes with Dave Stockton at one of his highly sought-after corporate outings and draws from his experience as a champion player on you know both the regular tour and the champions tour, plus as a revered coach as well. He shows you how to think better, stay calmer, execute more consistently, and most importantly now, how to enjoy the game more thoroughly. Go to StocktonGolf.com to get your copy, and for a few extra dollars, Mr. Stockton will even autograph it for you. All right, folks, my sincere thanks once again to Andy Melanson of GolfBalls.com, David Meltzer from Sports One Marketing, and now Bob Friend Jr. for joining me today and making today's show so much fun for me to be a part of. We thank you as well for tuning in and making the decision to listen to the show. You know we appreciate you guys the very most. Please also check out our sister show, Thursday Night Tailgate, with me and my co-host Bob Lazari, our announcer, Joe LaGenusa. That show airs every Thursday night from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time. You can stream it live on Blog Talk Radio, plus uh, also hear it live on Armed Forces Radio Network, the Armed Forces Radio Network, so armedforcesradionetwork.org as well. That show like this one is also available, like I say, on iHeartRadio. You can find it on Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Player.fm, SoundCloud. We're, we're everywhere, folks. Please check us out. You can find us in, in just about every major site to stream or download, uh, uh, on, you know, as well as a, you know, as a podcast on those sites, uh, Podbean as well. We're joined every single week on Thursday Night Tailgate by the legends of the game from the around the NFL and the CFL. So great folks, great stories every single week, right from the NFL alumni. Please also check out both shows on Facebook. Give us a like. That's important to us, too. You can find us online. This show, nextonthetee.net and thursdaynighttailgate.com. You can stream or download any of our archive episodes of either show for free. Plus, you can stay up to date with who some of our future guests are going to be on both of those sites. Thank you again. Thank you again for choosing to listen to the show. We appreciate you guys the very most. Until next week, hit them straight, my friends. You've been listening to Next on the Tee with Christmas Carol. Where PGA and LPGA legends, pros and top instructors, and media members go to tell their stories. Join us the same time every Saturday to hear more stories about the game we love from the people who love sharing those stories with you. It's all about the great game of golf. It's all about the great game of golf. Adding the choice of a crispy chicken BLT to Wendy's 4 for 4 is the biggest thing since rappers trying to sing. I got me out and I sound like a robot. But do you like the sound of this? Wendy's 4 for 4 now comes with a choice of a junior bacon cheeseburger or a crispy chicken BLT. From Detroit to Macon, I keep it crisp like bacon. Both are topped with crispy applewood smoked bacon and come with four nuggets, fries, and a Coke for just four bucks. Oh, yeah. And participating Wendy's for a limited time. Meal includes small fries and a drink. Not valid in Alaska and Hawaii. Great things are happening at your friendly neighborhood Safeway. Stop by and see all the things that make a supermarket just better. Like new low everyday prices on family favorites. Shop with your club card and pick up bananas for an incredible 48 cents a pound. And for an easy, delicious dinner, get whole roasted chicken for only $4.98. Bigger selections, friendlier smiles, lower prices. Safeway, it's just better. 